Our scripture today comes from Galatians chapter 6, beginning with verse 1. But first, let us pray. God of life, by the power of your spirit, come to us now. Plow our hearts with your living word until we who are broken become fertile with your love. For we long to bear fruit in a world that is wasting. We pray in the name of Jesus, whose charge we bear. Amen. My friends, if anyone is detected in a transgression, you who have received the spirit should restore such a one in a spirit of gentleness. Take care that you yourselves are not tempted. Bear one another's burdens, and in this way you will fulfill the law of Christ. For if those who are nothing think they are something, they deceive, they deceive themselves. All must test their own work, then that work, rather than their neighbor's work, will become a cause for pride. For all must carry their own loads. Those who are taught the word must share in all good things with their teacher. Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For you reap whatever you sow. If you sow to your own flesh, you will reap corruption from the flesh. But if you sow to the Spirit, you will reap eternal life from the Spirit. So let us not grow weary in doing what is right, for we will reap at harvest time if we do not give up. So then, whenever we have an opportunity, let us work for the good of all, and especially for those of the family of faith. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Just five weeks ago today, Sunday, on our family mission journey, we were worshiping at the Mwandi United Church of Zambia. It's a beautiful church with beautiful people in a most beautiful setting on the river's bank, right where the Solemn Bay meets the mighty Zambezi. In worship, you look right down towards the chancels, following the aisles out the wide open windows onto the marsh-like grass and brush rimming flat the wide banks of the Zambezi River. It's so much like our low country. We even saw a villager in a mukolo, a dugout canoe, just peacefully pulling by during the service. With Addie Grace, Jack, and Susanna seated in the front row, I was up here with the pastors on the chancel, breathing a sigh of relief. Because walking to the church that morning, I was prepared to share a short message, but not a sermon. Funny thing, people kept using that word sermon and me in the same sentence. Granted, the elders were sharing their excitement about me preaching a sermon, at least, if only I had one. Now, I have long known as a pastor on these mission trips, it's my job to have an ever-ready message to share. 
So I sat down with my prepared but brief remarks in the few moments I had before worship to stretch my short message. And stretch it, I did. Now even adding another reading, still not by leaps and bounds, but as the mission director's wife confided in me after the services, services usually clocking up to three hours long, she very much appreciated my short sermon. Joking that they would have me back to preach any time. I shared with her a sage pastor's advice, a rule I always try to follow in sermon length, that the mind can absorb only what the rear end can endure. My laugh stopped when she did not. Instead, smiling gracefully, I think that rule was lost in translation. As I sat down relieved, taking back the pulpit, Pastor Davies Sikwazi shared, we all know that Harvest Sunday is coming up. This is an exciting and wonderful time in the life of our church. Just like the early church, it's an opportunity for us to gather as a people of faith and share what we have with those in need to reap what we have sown in love, for we have such a bountiful harvest. So next Sunday, bring what you can to share with those in need. I've got a list right here, and I'm just going to run down it. This will get us started in the spirit. Let's see, uh, Bridget Banda? Yeah, oh, over there. Yes, you can bring some of those wonderful oranges. I think maybe two dozen for our harvest celebration. Now, Nasanga Naambi, bring some of your beautiful cabbages to share. And Joshua Mocha, yes, you. Bring some men's clothes to offer. And Lillian Kawana, bring in some of the beautiful dresses you have sewn. Innocent Nasanga, yes, bring a dozen or two bottles of water along with some milk. Larence, Kemba, I have you down for some delicious bream for us to share on Harvest Sunday. Irene Mulima, make us some of your famous cookies, maybe four dozen the pastor needs at least a dozen in his office. We can delight in your culinary gifts as a community of faith. Kelvin Luena, gather up 12 of your best woven baskets to share. The offering size ones, I've got you down for them, okay? Next on the list, Deaconess Judith Lungu. Please make us a beautiful, yummy cake to share. Maybe heart-shaped for the love you've sown throughout the village. Unworried Kawana, bring us a big 20-pound bag of cornmeal. We want to make a big batch of shima to nourish those around the table. 
Makumba Kabanji, scour your garden and bring us the best vegetables and flowers to share. Don't hold back in offering what you have sown in love. Precious Tinotimba, I've got you down for Shatangas. Bring in the most beautiful patterns you have to offer. Pastor Sikwazi went on and on and on, calling out and on some 30-plus church members, maybe even some visitors I wouldn't have known, each and every one with harvest gifts to share, sown for the good of all. I didn't know it then, but the pastor was preaching in action today's Galatians passage. Paul's letter to the church, the body of Christ, is about how to live faith daily. Today, specifically, following Christ, going against the flow of the pagan, unchristian world around them. A world, culture, and people that would put themselves first before others. Sounds a little familiar, don't you think? Paul talks about the true way to fulfill the law of Christ, love one another, share burdens, and so faithfully in the Spirit. This means doing what is right, even when the world around you is wrong. Given the opportunity every single time as Christians, we should work for the good of all, sharing others' burdens and sharing what we have with others and not just material goods but sharing sacrificially all aspects of our living faith care grace hope peace presence time talents that's how we too may so love and reap a bountiful harvest in Christ reformer Martin Luther witnesses this beautifully if there is anything in us, it is not our own. It is a gift of God. As God's gift, it is entirely a debt one owes to love, following God's law. As a debt, I must serve others with it, not myself. Thus my learning is not my own. It belongs to the unlearned and is the debt I owe them. Thus, my wisdom belongs to the foolish, my power to the oppressed. Thus, my wealth belongs to the poor. With all these qualities, we must intervene on behalf of those who do not have them. I'll be honest, going right back to worship... As the pastor continued to call out names and their harvest gifts, I began to think, what about me? What would I bring to Harvest Sunday? What did I have to share? What about you? What do you have to sow in love? And don't worry, as tempting as it might be to call on some of you, and your gifts, I'm not going to do it from the pulpit. But I do want you to think about it. Rally day is next Sunday. Start of the church school year. 
Will you sow as a deacon, elder, quilter, teacher, usher, choir member, desk volunteer, sew server, soup seller, backpack food packer? What part of the bountiful harvest of God are you bringing to this table to share? How about Shandon? As the body of Christ, how might we as a church bear one another's burdens, do what is right, never giving up our call to work for the good of all? Witness this. We as a church, through your support, your donations, your call, and your blessing of our mission to Mwandi, we were able to sow a beautiful, bountiful harvest. Following Christ's love, we were able to gather, organize, transport, and share more than 250 donated dresses, blankets, games, jackets, luggage, shoes, toys, soccer balls, and pocket prayer quilts with the children of the Mwandi Orphan and Vulnerable Children's Project, known lovingly as the OVC. The kids love getting new clothes. It had been since our last visit in February 2020 that the OVC shared clothes with the children. Special thanks to Bonnie Smith for handmade dresses and blankets, plus socks, coats, and clothes, and to Lacey Ford and Janet Hudson for an extra contribution, along with the quilt group's pocket prayer quilts. They were a big hit. Susanna, Jack, Addie Grace, and I also sewed Love Daily with the OVC feeding program, along with sharing devotions, cleaning and painting the OVC kitchen, and boys and girls showers, and with the kids playing games, bingo, memory, puzzles, freeze tag, soccer, basketball, Legos, and more soccer, and playing on the playground. We played a lot. We danced and sang as well, some of us a lot better than others. The witness of Shandon's faithful work in sowing love in the spirit may be glimpsed through our family reflections. Amid the richness in spirit, Jack noted the immense poverty in material terms, basic food, clothing, shelter. The greatness of burdens to bear for the children and families in Wandi. Susanna, the lasting and universal truth of reaping God's bountiful harvest. All children, all children just want to play and be loved. John, most powerful for me, the reunion for the first time of three families, my family, the Shandon family, and the Mwandi family plus the abiding and bonding love we shared serving together in the blessed community. Addie Grace, the beauty and love of the children. 
We all saw this and so much more that Sunday in worship. As worship started, I was told I was also leading the word for children. All right, okay, all good. As the children came forward, we recognized the smiling and loving faces of so many OVC children we knew and loved from that week. Then Confidence, who's 10, that's her name, and let's just say it fits her. We met her only six days ago. Confidence came down with the kids, kind of towards the back, but when she hit that first pew, she saw Addie Grace. Confidence's face lit up with a smile from ear to ear. Then she jumped over Susanna and into the hugging arms of her new best friend and sister in Christ, Addie Grace. May we all reap such a bountiful, life-giving harvest in both giving and receiving God's love today, tomorrow, and all the days to come. Amen.